So how you doing, Jess? Oh, how I'm, are you doing? I'm doing good. I feel Dan. like the last couple of weeks where we haven't had any little things prepared. We had <laughs> it's been a while since we had a thing prepared at the top of the show. It always starts with you asking me how I'm doing. Well, enough with how I'm doing. Well, you've been, how are you, know, you you've doing? been the one who's been under the weather and stuff. Right. So, you know, seeing how, oops, sorry, what you're up to. There was a thread coming out of my pop screen, and I just wanted to see what was up with that. And you heard what was up with that. It is still attached. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm um, not letting my heart ache. I'm uh, not treading water, waiting oh. on a wave. Um, oh my gosh, so much pandering. Come on, don't tell <laughs> for real now. <laughs> for real. How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, what you been up to recently? What you, you know, I go to work now. I don't know what you're up to all day long. For all I know, you're hosting secret parties. and I'm hosting secret podcasts. Um... <laughs> are you pod cheating on me? <laughs> That's unacceptable. No, I would never. That'd be so funny. That's the that's the modern version of <laughs> infidelity. Like all those articles that talk about like TV cheating, where you are supposed to wait to watch right, a show to, together to watch the, with yeah, your next episode. Yeah, yeah, but but no, the next one's going to be like <laughs> I started a podcast without my husband involved, and now I don't know what's going to happen to our relationship. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most people start a podcast without their significant other involved. You know, we're just amongst the the few that are like, oh, let's just I mean, do yeah. this as a couple things. It's modern times. Like, you don't need to be married to start a podcast anymore. I mean, I mean no. that's the Christian way of doing it, but... <laughs> well, let's, just, let's just roll the song. Let's just get into it. I won't be treading water, waiting on a wave, no, no. I will not let my heart Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Hello out there in radio land. (laughs) That's right. I waited until marriage to podcast, and I'm proud to say it. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, that's you, true. You did a different podcast with other folks before before we were married. That's right. Yeah, we talked. We talked about that here or there. Yeah, yeah I did. My uh, some friends of mine had a comic book podcast before we got married. That's right. And then I still did that podcast into the first couple years of our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's the podcast where we learned it's a good idea to keep all your files in case you need to re-upload an episode with something cut out. Right. Right. Like the Beatles, who... Remember that whole thing from recently when we did Good King Wenceslas and the Beatles? Oh, yeah. Put a copyright strike and you blocked the whole hour and a half long episode of Good King Wenceslas. And, like, ultimately... They didn't accept my fair use claim, so I just there's a button to just cut that section out of the episode. I'm like, fine, just cut it out of the episode. I don't need anyone to know how much the Beatles' "Good King Wenceslas" sucks. <laughs> I'll say it here. This is fair use. I'll play it right now, and I'll let everybody know oh, no. the Beatles' oh, "Good no. King Wenceslas" sucks. <laughs> it's stupid and it's awful. <laughs> Uh, any other top of the show business, Dan? I know we have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. <laughs> I just want to say we just watched the trailer, the second oh, trailer boy. for the Weird Al biopic oh, movie. Oh, here it comes. And I'm super disappointed. <laughs> now, I knew it was going to be a parody. I knew it was not going to be a, sin- a fully sincere movie. Right. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's but, based but on a funnier die sketch from like from a billion years ago. 
It's based on a funnier die sketch from 2013, the year of collapsible lung. I remember the trailer. I remember the fake trailer on Funnier Die that has Aaron Paul as Weird Al and Olivia Wilde as Madonna. And then we're watching the second trailer for the Roku, Roku original movie, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. I mean, and I'm that like, just sounds like a winner, right? There. Right. And Jessica's like, he didn't date Madonna. <laughs> and I'm like, this, and then, uh, but I, she's saying, she's like, this is ridiculous. This is, oh, it's over, it's an over the top made up thing. I'm like, and I'm like, no, this is the funnier like, Dewey Cox sketch. vibes, but like it's not. But Dewey Cox fake, is a perfect like a fake movie. person. If Dewey Cox. Is Dewey so Cox. Good. See, now I was actually expecting a Dewey Cox level of parody, where like the best parody movies are the ones that actually take the the material kind of seriously. They present the story in a way that actually tracks, like. All the good ones, you know, Airplane and uh, Hot Shots. Just trying to think of other good parody movies. But the worst ones are the ones that just throw everything at the wall, like the movie movies, you know? Right. But even the first scary movie takes, like, the story seriously. Major League's a good one. That's right. Well, that's not a... Major League? That's not a parody parody. It's a comedy. It's, it's kind a co- of a parody. It's a comedy. But I'm talking about movies that are parodies. Movies that have, like, Zazz style. They're called Zazz comedy because... The directors of Airplane were Zuckers, Abrams, and Zucker. Like, the ones where it's like anything can kind of pop in. Like, any weird goofiness can just happen for a second. Totally sure. non-sequitur comedy. Sure. Those kind of parodies is what I'm talking about. Gotcha. That's for, like, hot shots and whatever. Dewey Cox is amazing because it, it actually builds a story of this man that never existed. And on that hangs all of these high-concept like non sequitur jokes like in a world that isn't that couldn't exist in the real world i was expecting something along the lines of that i was expecting basically weird al's real story with jokes hanging off of the tropes of the biopic but no they're just taking the funnier die sketch from 2013 which was a sketch and they're stretching it out to like what's it gonna be 70 minutes <laughs> and then it turns out it's the same director as the Funnier Die sketch from 2013. I'm like, oh, okay. So he was he just milling about this idea of the trailer that he shot, He's trying to sell it to everybody who would listen. And right. then finally, Roku was like, "We'll green light that." And if you go and type in Funnier Die Weird Al or Aaron Paul Weird Al and watch that version of the trailer, it's more or less the same as the second version of the trailer for the real movie that's coming out. Like he mm-hmm. dates Madonna. And he has a record executive who's played by Weird Al for real. Dr. Demento is there. I'm like, I was really disappointed that's just a flushing out of that trailer. I wanted them to move on to other ideas of a goofy, not completely real Weird Al Yankovic story. Which maybe the movie in its full length will have surprises, but I was disappointed to yeah, see that like that's what it was. he should have dated Pat Benatar instead. What I don't think he do a Pat Benatar song. I don't know, Danny. He should have. Are well, you thinking of Joan Jett? Eighties lady. He will. Uh, the Joan Jett song was one of his first. Well, it's debatable whether he could have. He could have dated. Her or yeah. not. Um, You're not so, saying she wouldn't have dated him during her AC and not DC period. I don't know. Let's move on to uh, voicemails, Dan. That's right. We do have a voicemail this week. Oh, but you know what was actually good, and I wasn't expecting it to be good. She Hulk. 
right? She-Hulk's been yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it has been. And when Jessica and I saw the trailer for that, we were like, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. And so it's like a totally total flip-flop where I was like, well, you know, I'm also criticizing the Weird Al trailer and I'm saying that the She-Hulk trailer didn't give a lot of... Um, didn't give I, I don't see why she she needs to be very feminine and just like make her super buff it's just like who cares who cares why does she have to have really long hair yeah, when she is she hulk and then like have you know short hair when she's not she hulk just like be consistent man yeah be consistent that's all women want is consistency <laughs> like the difference between the hair and facial hair of hulk and smart i mean smart hulk and uh, Mark Ruffalo is just like normal. He just looks right. exactly the same with the facial hair. So why does her hair grow? Good question. See, it takes a woman to realize the important things like the hair. <laughs> and that she doesn't need to be super feminine. She can be buff and goofy. And there doesn't need to be another scene where your female superhero is near is, is threatened with sexual assault by I, strangers. Every single time. Every superhero, female superhero movie, the hero is threatened with some sort of sexual assault whether they are or are not already powered it happens in every one of them yep well anyway let's see if our voicemail has anything to say about that hey justin dan this is bjorn from washington again so i was listening to your episode on terminals and i'm a huge owl city fan and i even discovered reliant case through owl city and i just don't like terminals like at all i have no love for it don't know why but it it really is just not an exciting song for me it doesn't sound right uh love the rest of the album though glad it wasn't <laughs> actually on there yeah i sent you an email i don't know if you got it uh I'll, I'll resend it if you didn't but uh i also was wondering um if on your patreon you'll ever talk about the band Deus Vale which was on Mono Versario and Matt Hoops produced one of their albums. They're a really great, man. I think you should check them out. Uh, but yeah, thanks for podding. Uh, talk to you again. Heck yeah, we'll talk about Pierce the Veil. <laughs> I was not familiar with that band. No, that but we will definitely check it out and do a, do a review over on uh, yeah. on Patreon. Well, we have a bunch of Patreon episodes, and we've got like we've we've got to start ramping up the topics because you know we want to yeah. talk about Dave Douglas's side projects. We've done a couple side project episodes. I didn't realize we're pretty much almost done with KS for Karaoke. Right. I did not realize that until I was reevaluating our song list and being like, oh man, we're we got so few songs left. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't mark off these K's for karaoke songs. And I marked them off. And I'm like, whoops, we only got two left. And for me, and two lefts don't make a right. But we only have two lefts. And I was surprised. All we've got left is Weezer and Tears for Fears. Anyway, that reminds me about Terminals. So I kept calling it an, last week, I kept calling it an iTunes exclusive. It was an Amazon Music exclusive and i still haven't gone to see if it's still sold there but i did get a couple messages from people asking like where do i hear this song and i'm like i don't know just youtube i guess (laughs) that's where we heard it but it was an amazon exclusive at the time and i'm trying to think if there's anything else oh you know i did this poll i did a poll on our twitter and our instagram i asked what closest describes your thoughts on the relying k owl city song terminals and its place on forget and not slow down we got 60 votes actually 
you'll know when we record this episode because we still got 16 hours left on the on the poll. But I asked, is it the canon ending? Is it an alternate ending? Is it just a song? Or do you say no thanks to Terminals altogether? 10% of people said no thanks. 17% said it's the canon ending to the story of Forget Not Slow Down. Oof, oof, you 17% Kyles. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know tw- about you. 28% said it's just a song. And coming in with a rousing 45%, you know, technically a landslide victory. It's an alternate ending to the song, mm. to the album. But I also ran the poll on uh, Instagram <laughs> so we could see what people said there. You had a good re- you had a good response to one of them. I think the Instagram one. Oh, that's right. Brian Fletcher gave th- what is absolutely the explanation of the song Terminals, and Brian said it's an after credit scene that teases the next movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely right, hundred percent. And again, taking what <laughs> I said about how this kind of like is a proto version leads you into collapsible lung and just someone just takes what I said. It took me 10 minutes to explain (laughs) and boils it down to like 10 words. Well, the votes on Instagram for the same poll are different. Okay. In some ways, the same in some ways different. 17% said no thanks, which is, you know, again, that's where, you know, that was the bottom ranked vote on Twitter as well. 19% 19% said canon ending, which is not. What? I don't remember. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember how this yeah, I, th- I think it was 17 okay. on the other. So 19% said canon ending, but then tying with exactly 19 votes apiece at 32%, you do the math, is alternate ending and it's just a song. And what's nice about Instagram is I can read off everyone who voted and what they voted for because this ain't no democracy. I can share that. I'm not going to. No anonymous voting. No anonymous voting here. Stop the vote or keep the vote going, whatever it is. Stop the count. Keep the count going. What was the thing? I'm just looking real quick. I think it just depends on the year. So, uh, yeah, I was just trying to double check in here. I'm like, I know John Schneck saw the poll. Did he vote for anything? No, he didn't vote. I'd be like, he said no thanks. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> so he didn't vote. All right. Yeah, I guess he had to abstain. I guess it's like, you know. No, the, no, no, no. If you, everyone, people get to vote. People get to vote for themselves. That, that makes sense. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Are you ready to get into the song? I am ready. Oh, last bit of top of the show business. During Snake Charmer, I showed Jessica, and then I posted it to the social media a couple days later, that uh, yearbook page of Reliant K playing in their high school, or at least in Teeson's high school. Yeah, that was so cool. And Hoops replied to a question, because Hoops is the only one who commented on it, and he said, wowzers. That's what his first comment was. And I replied and said, I couldn't tell if you're actually in these pictures. And, you know, yeah, he was one of the founding members of Reliant K, but I don't think it's, like, too out there to imagine that, like, that show, he wasn't there or something, you know? And he's like, no, that's me. And I realized the guy all the way in the back, he doesn't look like Hoops. He just looks like a young brunette-haired man, but it must be Hoops. He just looked kind of different. You know, some people, like, kind of look different as teenagers than they do maybe by the time they hit their 20s. 
And then Hoops confirmed that it's him with the duct tape cross on the back of his t-shirt in that photo. Nice. (laughs) So that's top of the show business. So this week, we're talking about Heartache. Heartache, the closing track from Air for Free. Air for Free, the final Reliant K album. Oh, no. Sorry, sorry. The most recent Reliant K album. Oh my gosh! So as I as I often do with a lot of Air for Free songs, I go back and I I scan through. I do a search in my notes app to see if I've mentioned this song in any other notes or if I already have notes uh, for it. And I did have one note, and it was from our Nancy Drew episode. And I said they also refer to solving a mystery and heartache, which. <laughs> This is the almost last track off of the first album, and Heartache is the last song off the last album. Great note, Jessica. (laughs) That's a great note. (laughs) You can see that that quality of note-taking has not changed over the years of doing this podcast. So, uh, you know, you just made me realize... Are you doing the same, going to search back through your notes, see if you no, have anything else you said? It's just, you know what happens is I have a folder in the Sadie Hawkins pod Google Drive called Future Episodes, and it's where I drop links for songs that we haven't done yet. But then we'll do that song, and I never check the Future Episodes folder. Yeah. And you just made me realize I forgot. <laughs> to, I, I, should, I should even do that this time. So, uh... Apologies for the table. It's getting super creaky again, particularly on Danny's side. All right, well, I'll stop uh, leaning on it. I will will not let my table creak. (laughs) So, Jessica, what do you think? See, here's Empty House. We did Empty House already, and I forgot (laughs) to check my future notes on it. What Uh, do you think of the song Heartache? This is one of my favorite songs off air for free, and for sure it's probably in, like, my top 15 Reliant K songs of all time. You know, Reliant K doesn't really have songs about chasing your dreams or that sort of vibe. This is kind of the closest that they get. And it's like a more like down to earth Reliant K kind of way. It's inspiring, but humbly and attainably so, if that makes any sense. And also kind of a little bit of a humble brag on Tyson's part where he's like, oh, my dreams found me. (laughs) Well, this is definitely a song that I enjoy but have never paid super close attention to the lyrics. So we I will couldn't dive tell into you. them in a little bit. We'll dive bit. into them. So it'll be one of those episodes where I didn't read through the lyrics ahead of time. And oh, I, cho- okay. I choose not to do that sometimes. Because sometimes I think I, 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 on the mic, figure things out that I might not have figured out otherwise. Okay. But yeah, this is just like a really nice song. It kind of makes sense as a closing track. It's peppy. But it's got that build and those movements within the song of, you know, air for free and, you know, reminiscent of deathbed and then running and all these like, you know, theatrical, big Tyson style songs. Uh, uh, sorry, the character, the songwriting character of theatrical Tyson. Right. I kind of rolled that off my tongue in the incorrect way. These theatrical Tyson type songs, it's got these movements and it kind of builds in a way. So, uh, yeah, it's really nice. But then, lyrically, since it's the kind of song that I don't focus on the lyrics, I don't feel the need to, although I guess you have and you've looked into them. It's the kind of song where it's just got that right amount of, like, it's definitely saying something, 
And like I can tell what he's saying most of the time, but I'm not seeing how it's all connecting. And I'm good with that. Now I'm going to deep dive into it and maybe I'll find <laughs> it's something. It's disturbing secrets. <laughs> I love the guitar work in this song. And right. that's one thing where we'll play it later, but there's a CCM like exclusive version of this. And I was like, oh, because Hoops doesn't sort of switch and do like all the fun pedal hoop stuff to make this song really what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of bummed out by that when we were watching that that sort of live performance that they did of it. Um, But yeah, this message kind of gives a little bit of Fix You by Coldplay vibes, just a little bit in there, certain parts. Um, and also in Man, Thiessen sings Goodbye the Heartache. That's the only Southern part of me. So that's one other time on this album that Heartache is mentioned. Okay. So yeah, speaking of Coldplay, like it has that U2, like that U2, like, uh, was is that the reverb or loop that, that <laughs> I have no idea, that, that classic U2 like looping. Here, hold on. Is it, hold on. I can play the song real quick. This thing. That guitar thing, that's like a classic U2 style thing, and U2 influenced Coldplay, and Coldplay influenced every single Christian band ever that came after Coldplay. Right. I like how it actually starts, the song starts with, I don't know if the tech, it starts with what feels like a minor chord or a minor note. Like that's such it's it's almost haunted. It's like such it feels dour and haunted at first, and you're like, oh, where are we going? You know what I mean? Does it ever make you feel that way at the beginning? How does this first opening piano bit make you feel? Like it resolves quickly within four seconds, it mm-hmm. picks up and resolves. But those first couple of notes. Dun, 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 dun. It sounds it's, it is, spooky and it's it, very theatrical. Yeah, it makes yeah, you think you're going epic. into one place. Yeah, but it immediately lifts you up out of there. And I wonder if in theater there's a thing for that where you kind of start with what feels like kind of a dour, sour note on purpose and you immediately lift out of it. Because I feel like that happens in theatrical music all the time. As long as I got the song up, let me quickly. I forgot to take notes on this episode, so <laughs> let me see what else. Here it is. And then one thing that's fun, especially since this is Reliant K's last song from their last album. Excuse me. It's their most, it's their last song from their most recent album. Danny, (laughs) you sound like the Reddit that I don't think I'm going to read, but I did happen to skim and read the very last line of where they're like, this is why I think this song is about Matt leaving the band to go start okay. the earthquake, which we all know. He didn't start. He No, it had been a side project where he had stuff that was filtering through that for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah so. Um, if, if anything, to finally find time for the earthquake. Right. Well, one thing I find notable in the song is this moment that I found. It's about 52 seconds in. This part right here. So when he goes, I will not let my heart ache, he kind of like, it, it feels so unpolished on purpose, right? That feels so human and so yeah. silly, at times silly, but at times like heartfelt and sort of human and also playful. And Reliant K over the last, you know, Reliant K is always like a slick band. 
Like, they always have, you know what I mean? Like, their production. Right, right. The fact that they went back and, like, slicked up the second and third album and took out those human elements of, like, he- hearing <laughs> right. the strings actually slide up and down the fretboard. And then to, like, and then, you know, well, then, forget not slow down, they purposefully leave the scratch vocals in for most of the album. So it's not like they have a complete history of this. But I just think of, like, the complex and, and you know, somewhat slick production that Reliant K strives for. And here on the last song of this album, which kind of restates what Reliant K can be, it's kind of a repilot for the future of Reliant K, although that future, unfortunately, got held up by COVID. That, you know, to end off, that to end this particular album, to have that just playful... That just little thing where he's just like playing with the microphone. It's like a live performance thing. It's not something you normally put here on an album of Reliant K. So I just really find that notable and fun. Yeah, and what's interesting is that most of the songs on the vinyl sequencing are switched around a bit, but this is still the closing track. Okay, yeah, that makes on both. Interesting. So. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Like I can't imagine anything else closing the vinyl like what opens the vinyl is it local construction ah yes yeah i can understand we talked about it with bumming in local construction i can understand local construction opening air for free i can see how air for free doesn't have air for free is an album that for the most part i feel like you can resequence ad nauseum like i think there's a bunch of different sequences you could put together Sure. yeah not like um you know forget not slow down i feel like if you're trying to resequence forget not slow down like good good luck like yeah yeah, you might just get one that works for you but it's not going to be one that you can defend to other people but i feel like a lot of people could resequence air for free and it would a lot of different versions of it would work and they would all kind of work together they would all they would all work in different ways but i can't imagine another track necessarily closing the album like maybe empty house but that would be a very different kind of you would have to sequence everything in a very different kind of way to purposefully yeah yeah you'd want to build towards that mood where suddenly you have the over uh, process vocals like you'd, right. you'd you'd have to find a story from the songs as they exist to get you to that place also empty house is kind of a downer although it has the reliant k hope and this song is all reliant k hope like there's not even much of a downer there's like is it, this is the kind of song where you know we talk about reliant k songs where you deal with a downer topic but you have the hope you you have like the prevailing hope and you can't even wallow in the upsetting emotions for too long with a Reliant K song. This one is like after your kind of deal. This is like the bad feelings are an afterthought. Like, yeah, heartache. He's like, I'm not going to let my heartache. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like there is implied bad emotions, but they're not (laughs) even in, they're in the subtext. The implied, the bad emotions are the subtext of the song. Right. Not the text. And then the hope becomes the subtext. And uh, Flower is the, is the track right before this on the vinyl sequencing uh, where it's Prodigal on the main album. Okay. Um, and Jessica motioned to me to ask, what do I have else? What do I have to say? I don't, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I don't have many other notes on the song. Um, well, then let's go ahead and get into the lyrics because I've, okay. I've been sitting here with the genius up on my phone. I guess I have one other thing. I could, I, <laughs> sorry, I was just trying to think of other things to say. It's an uplifting and poppy song, but it's not a pop song in that it's like, it just kind of like, the last section is kind of a groove that they just ride out, right? Like the last mm-hmm. minute or so 
is just that like clanging cymbal and that thunderous is too strong a word but that like chiming piano and guitar just carrying you on this like sort of like march this happy little march along the 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 bank (laughs) i don't know you know what i mean it's like a nice little it's almost like we had a fun time and now we're walking off into the sunset like that's how it kind of leaves me feeling right it's fun it's a fun song i won't let my heart (laughs) ache indeed so the intro I suppose that my father did everything Oma and Opa said. Did he find his own way? Couldn't tell you what's in his head, but inside of mine, I'm wondering, did he find his own way? The haze of the weather burns them all together, and I'm losing track of time, trying to find my own way. What if forever is better than never, and maybe it's a sign that I find my own way? And this is annotated on Genius. All of it is annotated just to say... (laughs) Uh, Tyson is asking if his father found his meaning in life. <laughs> well, if you click, if you click. Oh, here we go. Sorry. The first part it says. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Oma and Opa are German for grandmother and grandfather. Here we go. Actually, so it's all annotated. So it's very confusing because it looks like just one run on sentence. Right. But there's three separate annotations here. So at the very end, uh, the haze of the weather burns them all together. And I'm losing track of time trying to find my own way. Uh, Tyson has been looking for the meaning of his life. He's asking if the forever searching of meaning is better than never finding it. And perhaps if searching for meaning is part of the meaning of life rather than remaining idle. So also to note, there aren't official lyrics for Air for Free. So these are sussed out or submitted maybe by the uh, songwriter. uh, Unclear. Um, but just to keep, to kind of keep that in mind, but yeah, I definitely sort of have always read that as, you know, it seems like his dad's kind of found his own place in, in the world as far as, you know, Tyson has thought looking up to his father, he's kind of seen him, has he made his own way, you know, whether, you know, it seems like he's always kind of done what his parents told him to do. And, you know, his find his own, right, exactly. (laughs) And found, you know, meaning in his life. And so he's wondering He's spending all of this time trying to figure out his own meaning and his own place in the world. Right. And, you know, wondering if, if, you know, it's up to him to just find his own way that no one's going to tell him. Chorus. I will not let my heart ache. I won't be treading water, waiting on a wave. No, no. I will not let my heart ache. And that is also annotated. The heartache in this song refers to an emotional yearning for personal meaning. Tyson is writing that he is not going to do nothing about this feeling, but he's going to try (laughs) and find the meaning in life. Well, I wanted an annotation that would explain what a wave is. (laughs) Verse one. And now there's no 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 more no more annotations. Oh, there's one way further oh, down okay. in the outro, uh. but the the annotator got tired and was like, "I'll come back to this later." No, I never really chased my dream. Never try. I, I started to, like sing that. No, I never really chased my dream. <laughs> <laughs> never tried to catch a shooting star. I'm not really sure how my dream found me. I guess that's the way you are. Now I'm left with a mystery. Is it always going to be so hard? If I only ever drag my feet, guess I'll never get too far. And so that's interesting where, you know, that sort of, you know, dragging your feet sort of mentality, you know, when you have bumming, 
at the opening of this right. album where, you know, he's going through a time where he's been dragging his feet and oh. being like, oh, I'm never going to get that far if I just keep dragging my feet. This is definitely like, OK, I'm going to get up I'm gonna mm-hmm. get off my butt and I'm going to start start doing something. <laughs> Can I get up off my bum? Exactly. You know, like he's never really tried to go out and chase a dream because it just kind of found him. Right. He sort of, you know, he's it not all of us can can start out with our high school band and just keep that train a rolling. <laughs> a band that you've been with for quite a long time according to the yearbook. <laughs> That's right. Over twenty years. <laughs> I loved it if the I would have loved it if the yearbook had so, said something sort of backhanded, like Tyson's been playing with this band for quite a long time. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's sort of interesting. And it the now I'm left with a mystery. Is it always going to be so hard? Kind of going back to the whole like trying to find meaning in life. Back to that sort of first intro there. Uh, pre-chorus to hold on or let it go i tell you it's all i know chorus i will not let my heartache i won't be treading water waiting on a wave no no i will not let my heartache verse two no i'm never gonna lose my beat i take it easy on the weak of heart i hear you telling me not to speak so here comes the quiet part maybe i never solved the mystery is it always gonna be so hard if i only ever drag my feet i guess i'll never get too far Oh, and his car broke down in Bummin', so he wasn't going to get very far. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just harping off the really good connection that you made to the to Bummin'. <laughs> no, it's just sort of like, a, you know, he's saying here like that he's never going to lose his beat and that sort of thing, like, you know, which is a fun little play on words since he's right. in a band. And, yeah. you know, just kind of about just kind of moving on and keeping on going in life. Even if you're not really sure if you're going in the right direction, you just keep going. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. And it's it. it so if anyone would listen to this song and be like, this song's about the end of Reliant K. Like, I guess like you could read it that way. It's like I it's it's almost saying like, you know, if it was that, which it's not. Uh, it would be like, you know, oh, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'll keep doing music. I'll keep following my dream, even if Reliant K is not a thing. Now, I don't think that's what he was saying. I, and there's a possibility that he was kind of saying like, hey, I'm going to keep doing this, whether it's Reliant K or not. But yeah. it's, th- that doesn't indicate it's not going to be Reliant K. Right. It's definitely like, a you know, I'm just going to keep trying to find my place. And if that means taking the time to work on earthquake stuff more, finally, mm-hmm. then then that's cool. It'd be funny if it's like, I don't want to be in Reliant K anymore. I want to work on the earthquakes. And everyone thought he was going to be a seismologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving Reliant There's so many bands. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I definitely can't think of all of them. I just think of so many bands that, like, broke up or members left because they wanted to go back to school. <laughs> and we're, we're in back-to-school season. Hey, kids, stay in school. The d- the Descendants. Danny's back at school. My, the Descendants originally broke up because Milo went to college and all right. that. And uh, when Weezer kind of went on hiatus the, gr- the first time. Great album. Time, yeah. <laughs> when Weezer went on hiatus the first time, like, he went to Harvard and... Uh, I, all everyone's always like leaving their bands to go to school. Like you got a band, just be a band. Just shut up and play in your band. 
<laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> Bridge. Up and Adam, bright as the start of a brand new day. There's a magic to it. Never let it go. Up and Adam, it's the time when you awake. Something holy to it. Only you can know. Could know. Excuse me. I yawned. Oh, these <laughs> lyrics. Yawn. No, I'm just sleepy. The haze from the weather burns them all together, and I'm losing track of time, trying to find my own way. Oh, he's losing track of time. Do you think he got an alien abduction? <laughs> what if forever is better than never, and maybe it's a sign that we found our own way? Hey, we all lost time in a way because of COVID-19. That is true, but this is a song pre-COVID. Uh, I think that that's definitely a very relatable little, that last little chunk there of uh, the haze from the weather burns them all together and I'm losing track of time trying yeah. to find my own way. The haze from the weather burns uh, together and consequently so am I. <laughs> just the idea of losing track of time trying to find your way is like, that's just the millennial story. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, the millennial story. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, not this again. Back at it. <laughs> um, chorus, oh, I will not let my heart ache. Outro, and here's where we have our next annotation. There will be no opus. There will be no opus. No seminal masterpiece to wear around our necks. And here that says, Proposed, proposed suggestion. suggestion. I've never seen that on Genius. Uh, perhaps th this is still in reference to the subject of this song, the pursuit of our meaning in life and not Reliant K is sound. It's much deeper than that, I believe. Instead, Matt really drives home the point of this song that we, in all caps, will not be the ones to write our own opus. There will be no opus and we will never do anything so profound that we match our success match or succeed what jesus did on the cross for us seminal masterpiece to wear around our necks this line is referencing the crucifix which is commonly worn on a necklace i mean yeah sure i could totally see that you know i sort of had always kind of viewed that line maybe in more of the like um you got the humble brag part out of the way and now he's like kind of being down on himself or whatever where he's like I'm not going to have an opus you know I won't have some seminal masterpiece to wear around our necks as a band was kind of how I had always kind of mm -hmm. looked at that line not that that's accurate or not because one could say that you know to many fans that is forget not slow down and they do kind of continue to wear that around their necks especially after collapsible lung comes out and it's like oh my gosh you're really not matching it now right um but i do kind of view that as maybe thinking that he hadn't like he has not you know composed a, as a band they have not done that you know they've not done their opus yet and you know no seminal masterpiece and maybe that they're not striving for that they don't right. want any work that they would also have to then compare it to but but i can totally see the the more religious meaning as well well, that's funny because this is a lyric that I never paid attention to and did not suss out what he was saying on my own. So I'm confronting this lyric for the first time and all of its ideas right now. And you know me, old agnostic Danny. <laughs> and I'm not agnostic in my personal beliefs, but agnostic in the idea of like, you know, I hear a Reliant K song that's not overtly religious and maybe only implies it. And I want to see that from the possible non-religious side first. But then they say this, this annotator says that the 
seminal masterpiece around the neck is the cross that Jesus bore. I'm like, okay, I have nothing else to go on. And then I'm sitting here trying to think of how do you wear it? What does that mean to wear a masterpiece around your neck? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, I'm like, what else could that possibly mean? And I'm kind of stuck. I'm a little stymied on trying to think of anything. And I'm like, it might mean the religious thing, but then you kind of like touched on it. You're like, you make a masterpiece and you wear it like an albatross. Like an, exactly. Something you can't get rid of. And in that way, the idea of the masterpiece around your neck is the opposite of that annotator's idea where the masterpiece around the neck is actually a burden. Not, you know, the cross was Christ's burden, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about you have a burden around your neck and that is that you peaked that you peaked somehow yeah and didn't we just do a song that was possibly (laughs) i gotta look at our (laughs) i don't know where you're going with this so i can't help we just did a song where we were talking about how this might have to do with kind of reflecting on it was yeah and it was on the second album what was this second album song we did recently oh okay okay you're 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 jogging my memory uh, uh, i i (laughs) I won't make you play the game. It's Fallen Out. Okay. We just did it three weeks ago. So Fallen Out, we, you know, I always had an idea of what that song was alluding to, although never knowing exactly what it was. And then as we were talking about it, we're like, maybe this has to do with like the expectations of being a musician or being a touring musician or being a musician that needs to have success to keep your band going to, you know, keep your friends employed and do all these things and Will people stop paying attention to me? Will they think like I used, I said everything I needed to say? If heartache is hitting on that same theme, if it is implying something religious, but also not replying something religious, possibly implying the idea of we're relying K and no albatross, no masterpiece to be straddled to, yeah, it could be back, it could be in line with that falling out idea that we touched on three weeks ago. Uh, you know that nothing's hopeless. You know that nothing's hopeless. Come on, come on, come on. There will be no opus. I will not let my heart ache. There will be no opus. No seminal masterpiece to wear around our necks. And then it's just a lot of like calling sort of back and forth to uh, right, this is previous that, lines. This is that, that just riding the groove sort of, yeah, out to outro. the end of the song and kind of that like walking along the beach up and up to the walking along the lake up to the sunset is what I what I implied it's like just it makes me think of like a fun march like a like a like a cart it, I don't know the end of this song brings to mind because Reliant K is twee we talked about it Reliant K has twee leanings it makes me think of like a parade of children and their toys just like a mar- like the lost boys right sure just I kind mean of marching the- which is a thing that he references in his songs as well just the idea of like like dreamers just kind of or like a, you know just like a fun you know when we're out and we see the vampire that's how i feel like when i listen to like local construction and right. stuff is i have you that think same of the busy sort of world feeling. of richard scary exactly yeah and but, uh yeah, yeah and roly-poly like when we're out sometimes in los angeles and like oh there's a parade of tom petty fans walking down ventura <laughs> boulevard right now cool or we're at the beach and there's like a light up like everyone's wearing neon dark uh, like uh, led lights all over their bikes and there's a bike parade it just makes me think of like a whimsical twee parade of dreamers marching off <laughs> refusing to let their hearts ache so i feel like i didn't with like deeply tackle this song and i apologize like I like this song a lot, but like I said, I never really deep-dived in the lyrics, and I think it's just a fun 
beat that just kind of carries you out for this later half of the album plus these sort of waves of what i'm seeing now is just the sort of first two and a half minutes you have these movements within the song that you know all come to this long outro this sort of long ambling outro so it's interesting and it's a great closing track i really really like it so with that we will take our break and we'll be right back with deep dive and similar periphery (laughs) we just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to sadie hawkins pod whether you've been listening for a while or this is your first time We want to hear your thoughts on this episode, your corrections, and your Reliant K memories at our voicemail line, which is 402-95-SADIE. And if talking on the phone isn't your thing, because I know it's not mine, and whose is it really, you can send us an email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com, or visit our socials at Instagram and Twitter, which are both at sadiehawkinspod. While there, you can also see the visuals we discuss on the podcast each week. You can also visit sadiehawkinspod.com for easy access to all these links, as well as to our merch store for shirts, mugs, stickers, and more. We also want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod, who include Emily, Charity, Isaac, Kendall, Joshua, Timothy, Daniel, Jay, Joel, Connor, Michael, Samantha, Jimmy Pod, This Might Be a Podcast, Tucker, and Brady. Join our Patreon now for two monthly bonus episodes, our entire backlog of bonus episodes, which include reviews of the case for karaoke songs and chapters of the complex infrastructure known as the Female Mind Book. You'll also get stickers, guitar picks, and a special Patreon-exclusive shirt when you've donated a lifetime contribution of $60. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Where can I sign up again? At patreon.com slash Pod. If you want to be a patron of the arts, the fine arts, the podcast arts, there's one place to go. SadieHawkinsPod.com slash... Oh, wait. No, no, that's not it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I panicked. One of the reasons why I picked this song this week was because someone sent us a cover specifically, which we'll get into in a little bit when we get to my covers. And I was like, oh, great. Well, you know, they actually sent us a bunch of covers. He's like, I'm not sure if you did all these songs yet. And we had done all of them but Heartache. Oh, no! So I was like, okay, well, we'll do Heartache soon. And then, like, the next day, Church Jams Now tagged us in this meme that says, the songs may be about heartache, but they leave your heart full, at Norma Jean Band, at Relying K. And the meme is the ultimate handshake from Predator in the painting style. (laughs) And it says Norma Jean and Relying K, and it says ending their record with a song called Heartache. So... They tagged us in that. Now, I had never listened. I have never heard the Norma Jean song Heartache. I never owned any Norma Jean records. I was not really into metalcore or any of that stuff. But let's hear a little bit of Norma Jean's Heartache. Oh, it's also got some U2 guitar. Look at you, Danny. Norma Jean, a big band like them, they're going to come after us just like the Beatles did. Oh, and this is an eight-minute song. We're going to play the whole thing. That's the second half of this episode. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. Oh, good Lord. Wow. 
I would say Reliant K definitely strikes a different musical note than Norma Jean's. Yeah, yeah. I'll check this song out in full later. But yeah, it's an eight-minute song, so it seems to have lots of little synthy parts. Yeah, they're both very, you know... They both have theatrical movements, but obviously Norma Jean's doing a lot more here. I had just never listened to this song. Yeah, I've heard I, that it's one of the, that's one of the, those bands where I've heard the name, mm-hmm. but I was not super familiar with their music. When metalcore got big, I was not into it. And I was only vaguely into metal. Like now that I'm like been listening to more metal in the last couple of years, I kind of picked up where I left off. But like back then I only was into metal that kind of had punk leanings. Like I listened, I checked out Motorhead and Anthrax and Suicidal Tendencies because they all had like a foot in punk. But then Metalcore hit. And even though it's supposed to be like a metal-punk hybrid as well, I just didn't like... I don't like the the musical aesthetic. I don't like the tone. That 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 sort of post... That fourth wave emo tone that they hit. I just... It was never for me. There's only one Metalcore band I ever really liked. And it was a local band called Mercury Switch. Who were... Okay. Who had a couple of records nationally, you know, nationally distributed. But they were more thrashy and a little bit more punk live. I don't remember what the record sounded like. Okay. But anyway, I so I was never really into like the Norma Jeans and those kind of bands. Okay. I just didn't like that warp tour style of metalcore. So I don't even know what counts as like secular metalcore. Like what's a metalcore band? Like where did metalcore start? Did it start with all the Christian bands that I was familiar with? Like Haste the Day. I liked Hope's Fall a little bit. I don't know if they count as metalcore. I liked their first album. I don't know. Jessica's preparing some stuff, so I'm just going to prattle on about metalcore. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as I mentioned, we had a very long Reddit analysis, which I just kind of skimmed, uh, that ultimately led them to sort of feeling that it was about uh, the band's maybe breakup or Tyson moving on. So if you're interested... I'll let you search that out. Um, you know, if you just put in like Reliant K Heartache Reddit or whatever into Google, you can definitely find it there. Uh, then we have an Indivision Music Air for Free review. And I couldn't remember if we had gone over this one before or not. It didn't look super familiar to me. But at the same time, the first time we did uh, an Air for Free song was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible we had gotten to it already. Uh, anyway... If you liked The Force Awakens, you should be thoroughly enjoying <laughs> Reliant K's latest record, Man, Air for Free. The, you know, 2016 feels like yesterday <laughs> and a million years, years 40 years ago at the same time. Both have a hearty dose of nostalgia to welcome you back to the artistic world you fell in love with. Whether that's a galaxy far, far away. Oh no, does that mean the next Reliant K album is going to be The Last Jedi? Oh no, we already did that, Danny. It's called Collapsible Lung. Um, no, that was... But that was oh. Or a playful punk band from Ohio. Yet there's enough growth and promising new direction present that the new Endeavor's success doesn't rely on nostalgia alone. It's a delicate balance. I mean, I would argue that... <laughs> that, that, that that the Force Awakens analogy falls right apart there because Force Awakens re- reply, uh, it depends on nostalgia alone. Yeah, you have yeah. New, it is nostalgia alone. Just because you have <laughs> new characters, new window dressing, it is the it is a new hope redone full on. Like we didn't. Oh, I gotta get into this again. <laughs> we didn't need a new empire. <laughs> we needed to move on. Like the first yeah. trilogy. 
the original, the prequel trilogy, as bad as it is, it was a completely different dynamic of the universe than the than the original trilogy. Absolutely. We needed a completely different paradigm for the third set of movie for the third set of movies, but instead they just recreate the rebels and recreate the empire so they can start from the original trilogy again. Like I wanted a whole new paradigm. Like they should have flipped if anything they could have flipped it the other way. Make like which I think they did in the in the Le- Legends books. Like, it should have been this up-and-coming bad guy, like, terrorist group of, like, dregs of the leftover empire. Which could have, in a way, like, <laughs> sort of uh, set up what's actually kind of happening in our government today. Like, these, like, you know, just, like, these shreds of bad ideas and bad groups that are now coming into power. Like, you could have had, like... Oh man, there's so much they could have done. Instead, they just redid the Empire and redid the Rebels and just called them different things. Like, why were they in hiding? Why was the Resistance in hiding? Why did they have to have this? I'm sure it's explained in Extended Universe, post Disney, and everything. But like, the 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 new Rebels, the Resistance shouldn't be in hiding. They don't have to be in hiding. They're not a resistance. They're they're the people trying to keep the bad guys from taking over again. It's a delicate balance. Few releases are able to achieve. But the Reliant K you know and love came through with flying colors, specifically red, blue, and yellow, on air for free. Reliant K and Star Wars are both long-running beloved franchises. However, the last few installments in both franchises have been a little rocky. Much like the prequels, Reliant K's last two releases, K is for Karaoke and Collapsible Lung, advanced the band's overall story, but were lacking in execution. I don't... I I sort of beg to differ with that. I don't feel that they they advance the overall story. Fans of both sagas felt distance from the art they had grown up with. Now, three years after their last release, Matt Thiessen and Matt Hoops... Also, a cover album can just be a cover album. (laughs) Yeah. ...have triumphantly returned to form with the album fans have been waiting for. Everything is back in place with Air for Free. The witty, heartfelt, and comedic lyrics of Matt Thiessen occupy all 16 songs on this hour-long opus. Oh, he just said it was not an opus. Uh, He's back (laughs) behind the mask. He's the man behind the mask. He's back behind the piano with hoops loyally accompanying him on guitar. It's the slimy... It's the slimmest lineup. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's the slimiest slimiest lineup. lineup. I'm uh, sorry. I delved (laughs) off into Alice Cooper territory and I'm ready for spooky season. Apologies. Uh, It's the slimmest lineup for a Reliant K album in history, but studio contributors from Mark Lee Townsend, Dave Douglas and Tom Brayfoyle. Uh, expertly fill out the rest of the album. The result is a completed work that feels familiar and new at the same time. Bummin boldly kicks off the record, and it's heavily reminiscent of Reliant K's punk roots. Reliant K kicked off around the idea of recording a punk album after Collapsible Lung, but don't let Bummin fool you into thinking they actually did. Local construction quickly puts those thoughts to rest and it sets the stage for the piano to lead the rest of the record both songs feature comically contemplative lyrics that delightfully hearken back to matt teeson's witty way of dealing with his flaws in the same way he has on songs like forward motion and this week the trend lyrically air for free has shades of every emotion shown on 
past releases. Reliant K's lighthearted, humorous side reemerges on Mrs. Hippopotamus's and Cat. The rest of the record has songs about the bubbly side of love, views of God, and some of the more vulnerable aspects of Matt's shortcomings. Heartache is a theme carried throughout the album. It's mentioned in Bum and Man, Empty House, and the closing track where it's addressed in a direct, inspiring fashion. In this resolve to deal with these emotional struggles, we see the heart and soul of Reliant K returning to the joyful group they've been for so many years. Air for Free is just as musically varied as it is lyrically. The record is perhaps the most piano-driven of any Reliant K release, with the piano taking center stage. Hoops is able to play in the pocket and become the silent hero of the record. His surfy guitar lines are expertly crafted to perfectly complement Thiessen's lead. Every time I listen to the record, I find something new that sticks to me. The mats have struck 14 karat gold in this simple balance of piano and guitar, and the music feels fresh and honest. Now it only strikes 14 karat gold. Sure, it's better than 10, but it's not as good as 18, and we're not even talking about platinum, so... Throughout the scope of the record, Reliant K explores a few directions. Are you trying to pay a compliment or not is my question. Throughout the scope of the record, Reliant K explores a few new directions with their music. The title track features a heavy use of program music. Sleepin' introduces ukulele into Reliant K's immense catalog. Empty House is a polarizing song with its use of auto-tune on Matt's vocals. While it makes some of the lyrics hard to discern, it reinforces the remorseful emotion of the song. The biggest experimentation on Ear for Free occurs in completely altering the song structure at any point during a particular song. The alterations range from simple tempo changes to morphing into an almost completely new Reliant K song. Danny's so bored he just got up and left. Reliant K explored this in the I'm past. Bored, I'm just letting you do your thing. <laughs> and I am understood when I go down in deathbed, but Air for Free proudly boasts this experimentation. Oh, speaking of Reliant K and shirts and such and merch danny's got his uh his Lacroix on um i was gonna pretend it was a beer you are i was gonna go i was gonna do this oh, sorry. <laughs> uh daddy needs his podcast juice and then you were gonna say it's Our not a podcast it can be Lacroix. uh Proudly but you boasts- had to tell everyone it wasn't a beer before I could even get the I'm sorry, out. dear. Proudly boasts experimentation, notably an elephant parade, Marigold, Runnin' and Heartache. The victorious transformation in the last half of Marigold is a key example of the experimentation in song structure, and it may be the best thing Reliant K has ever done in its accomplished career. The changes never feel forced. And um, they- have you ever heard of a little song called I Am Lionel? <laughs> And they prevent the record from dragging amidst its robust track list. If you put Reliant K's music from 2000-2009 in a time capsule, let it age, and open it up in 2016, the result would be air for free. Despite the varied nature of the songs, they all seem to fit into one cohesive unit. It's certainly in the running for the best album in their catalog. Running, 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 running. Which speaks for itself. Much like The Force Awakens. with With an apostrophe? No. Missed opportunity there. Much like The Force Awakens, The Air for Free successfully begins the third part of the saga that is Reliant K. The mats are back and Air for Free is highly recommended if you enjoyed the long-running franchise returning to form. A balanced mix of innovation and nostalgia and lens flares. And like The Force Awakens, we... Will not be. Surely we will have the follow up in two years. 
I like how that entire sequel trilogy ended before we got another Relying K album. Oh, yeah. Facts. And a couple shows came out. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Then over on AllMusic, AllMusic.com, we have one, or I'm sorry, we have 35 ratings, but we only have one review. And overall, most users gave it three out of five stars. Air for Free review by Neil Z. Young. Ohio duo Reliant K's eighth album, Air for Free, Mono vs. Stereo, is a lush and joyful air produced by DC Talk's Mark Lee Townsend, unlike all their other albums. Air for Free debuted in the top 50 of the Billboard 200 and topped the Christian charts with its sunny, creative blend of indie rock and contemporary pop. Along with the lead single, Bummin', Air for Free is an uplifting collection of 16 songs of positive spirituality. I used to use all music as a regular website back in the day, I think all music has really like taken a huge step back, but there was a time where they were the closest thing to a discogs out there. That's where you'd go to really get a confirmed version of a band's discography. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like if you went to an Amazon or something like that, you mean, you know, you're searching out the band name and you're like, well, is this all their records? All music was the, the place to go. Cause they to- had all the music. <laughs> They did, but they were, you know, they weren't really Discogs the way that Discogs is now, but they basically would give you the whole band's discography laid out year for year. They would have their own written reviews and star ratings, so some of them might have been BS, but yeah, they would always, and then you could search by genres and related moods and all kinds of stuff, so it was a great tool back in the day for like finding new music that you had never looked into or being aware of a band and you want to get like better information about them but so many better apps nowadays for that stuff and all music has definitely kind of been left in the dust in terms of that stuff gotcha well there are a couple covers of this on soundcloud so we'll start with those because i haven't listened to any of the covers this week i've been very busy with my job and i'm back to school this week so i just didn't have this so i was like Quickly pull up all the searches, and then we will listen to them together. So just what I'm like hearing is you did not come to class prepared, Danny, <laughs> and school's only just begun. Well, I thought it was like orientation week. Like, you just show up, you get your notebook, you get some, you find out where the kegger's going to be, and then you just chill. But no, we got to start learning right away. So here is a cover. It's called Heartache Reprise. Reliant K Tribute by Derek Baumel. Yeah, this is total Oasis aesthetic. vibes. I mean, not yeah. not Oasis the band, oh, Oasis as in the Reliant K, <laughs> the track. Reliant K track. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a two and a half minute atmospheric cover. So I've skipped about a minute thirty in. Mm-hmm. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, so they just keep that vibe up. I'm yeah. loving it. That's great. That's amazing. Well, I love the way that Derek Baumel lets their music ring. But Let Music Ring is the name of the next account. What a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, I read these things, and that was a very, very clunky <laughs> transition, if anything. <laughs> but here is the cover by Let Music Ring on SoundCloud of Heartache by Reliant K. my dream never tried to catch a shooting star not really sure how my dream found me i guess that's the way you are now i'm left with a mystery is it always gonna have to be so hard if i only ever drag my feet i guess i'll never get too far to hold on or let it go i tell you it's all i know i will not let my heart ache i won't be treading water sounded like they said shredding water not treading water it's treading water that's a topic we could have discussed you ever skip stones jessica you ever had stones tread water you ever skip stones yeah i skipped I tried, stones. I tried skipping stones as a kid yeah. i don't remember being terribly successful at it i think i'd get maybe one or two in before it'd kind of just go clunk I would I would get a good like if we were up in the lakes in New Hampshire or something and it's like a nice wide lake and a big you know a beach technically but it's like a rocky beach and so you're nice and parallel with the water and the water's calm because mm-hmm. it's a lake it's right. not the ocean you can get a real I I think I got like a good three or maybe four. that was my problem we were, I was usually around oceans right yeah skipping <laughs> stones on the ocean like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Any more good dog memes coming up? Any more good dog videos? No, no, no. What else I'll, you got I'll there? save those for later. I'll save those for later. Uh, when we run out of Reliant K songs until they release new music, <laughs> we're just going to become a dog video podcast. We're just going to sit here and watch <laughs> dog videos on Instagram now, I know and you describe have, them. I know you have more than that. I'm just multitasking over here. What else do you have for well, us? Well, I just want to hear a little bit further into Let Music Ring. So All let's right, hear go about for two. It. Now, they do a longer cover. This is uh, three and a half, three minutes and 40 seconds thereabouts. So here's about 150 into the song. It's the time when you awake Something holy to it Only you can know from the weather brings them all together and I'm losing track of time trying to find my own way what if forever is bad okay the tune dropped a little bit there when you kind of came back into it the spot that you came yeah. back into and I was lost for a second and then it picked back up again yeah and- interesting cover like I liked how it kind of started out so electric and then it just kind of sounded more midi when I skipped about a minute and a, a minute fifty, in, right, right, it sounded, you know, it didn't seem to hold up in the second half. I mean, I guess I have to hear the whole song to compare, but yeah, I definitely like the opening part of that cover better than the rest. Jessica's showing me an adorable pug that's just sitting there like a little person. Ooh, little, little belly, it's got a little sweet belly. <laughs> a little sweet belly. Where's our sweet belly? Where's April? <laughs> she's hiding under the bed. Uh, she thinks there's flies in the house, and there's no flies in the house. No, she she's hates flies. Terrified of flies for whatever reason. And then there is the cover that, like I said, was 
part of the reason we ended up doing this episode. Right. I'm excited to hear this. This cover is by Wesley Musgrove. And this is shared on Instagram. This is one of the first times we've ever had an Instagram cover. Nice. How do I pause Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) Especially since... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you pause? Oh, that just muted it. I'll have to start it again. We don't, I don't find, I'm sure there's tons of covers on Instagram. I've probably found them a bunch, but Instagram's such, so useless at trying to search out things, especially if it's a right, song like right. Heart. Now, normally, if it was a song like Heartache, one just do search, 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 <laughs> Heartache. Heartache, hashtag Heartache. <laughs> like, I'm never going to find anything. Maybe it's like, not even college kids. I don't know. I am Lion O. <laughs> I might find something or. Pressing on with no G. I might find something. I don't know. Sure. No, pressing on does, does have a G. Anyway, here is... I'm you gonna can try ha- it both ways. You never know. Yeah. I'm going to have to start this again. Here is Wesley Musgrove's Instagram cover that they sent us. I suppose in my father did Everything on my noble said Did he find his own way? Couldn't tell it's in his head But inside of mine I'm wondering Did he find his own way? The haze of the weather Brings them all together And I'm losing track of time I'm trying to find my own What if forever is better than never? Maybe it's a sign that we found my own way. I will not let my heart ache. I won't be treading water, waiting on a wave. No, no. I will not let my heart one man band one man yeah. full band cover what one production man, value this is how you pause you hold it down you you press it down just like instagram stories oh, but now since okay. instagram did reels i didn't know reels that's the right, same way you right. pause it you hold it down so yeah very nice and this is a full this is a long song it makes a long song makes it tough to go through all the covers so i'll skip about three minutes in and see how he handles the later parts of the song <laughs> it's rocking out because there are visuals this is instagram reel so he's like full-on rocking out in the middle of a field with the guitar oh he's got oh, a banjo Angel, wow i won't be able to edit this in because we're talking it over over it so where is he? Like, I don't know, Ohio, Tennessee, one of those sorts of states? I don't know. Hold on, let me look. Great, great uh, backgrounds. Very Reliant K. It doesn't say. It does not say. Lots of fields and there's a forest and good stuff. I don't want to dox him. Lots of f- pictures of his family and stuff. And I was, oh, I was just looking if uh, the disease by PM. I don't know what that is. Oh, well. I'm not sure what state he lives in. Well, that's great. Thank you for sending that. Yeah, that was great. Everyone go follow Wesley. I've already closed his account. (laughs) Hold on. Wesley Musgrove. M-U-S Grove. And then, of course, because this is air for free, there is 
a J.C. Keith cover, I assume. I didn't go look right? it up beforehand. Right, because full air for free uh, album, album right. cover. And the thing is, I never, th- when I do my YouTube search, J.C. Keith's covers never come up because they're not like, they're not out there. Gotta it, get on that SEO. I know. It's just that they're not tagged to be able to easily find um, by searching the words Relying K. They're not like tagged Relying K, which I guess is proper. So here's uh, J.C. Keith's cover from their full album tribute of Air for Free. Okay, you know what? <laughs> All these covers are just going to be the beginning part. So let's right away skip about two minutes into J.C. Keith's cover. I hope there wasn't gold in the first two minutes, but let's hear two minutes in. That's too far in. Let's go back. <laughs> let's go about 50 seconds in. Treading water, waiting on a wave, no, no, I will not let my heart ache. No one ever really chased my dream. I like that they did the heart ache. Yep, they yeah, the same, same enunciation. Thing. Let's hear the last minute or so. Now I want to go back. Because <laughs> it was too similar to the first part. I guess I just don't have the, the... I don't have the movements of this song in my mind. So I can't be like, oh, we should hear the little dip down part. And then uh-huh. we should hear the outro part. Maybe that's the best way to do covers for... Skip around. Skip around. I won't do that for the rest of the covers, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'll do... Maybe I'll do a little bit. But, uh, yeah, someday when we do the deathbed covers, which we've never done... Uh, Oh, oh. That'll be how I do the deathbed covers. Great. You didn't didn't happen to just already cover that in your... No, I didn't do that in the deathbed episode you weren't a part of, so you'll have to be there for that. Here we have... Another cover. Should I do more covers or should I do weird things? Oh, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the CCM magazine. No, I was waiting for that. That's why I said I know that you have more coming. We We have some lives. We've got the CCM thing. Why don't we drag this out and make people listen to the end of the episode? Why don't we do the Reliant K part at the end? Oh boy! So let's do the rest of these covers, and then we'll go back to Reliant K. All right, sounds like a plan. So here is a another. Here is the only other cover. There's also a drum cover, but this is the only cover to speak of. That, oh, no, maybe there's two. <laughs> no, that's a live video of the band Relying K performing their hit song, Heartache. So here's the only other cover cover that I found of this song. Okay. 
and there was but there was a drum cover but i guess we won't do that one so this is by becca kate which i think we have seen becca kate before b e k a h and kate is spelled c a t e so this is becca kate with their cover of heartache by relying k i suppose my father did everything mama clicked an ad so the oh, song stopped. Oh, I was stopped. like, oh, that's so nice. What do you think so, of this? I was not nice? expecting for you to end it there. So, I didn't yeah. mean to end it there, but what do you think of that so far? It's nice. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. This is an almost five-minute piano solo cover, so here's wow. about two minutes in. Amazing, super yeah, powerful yeah, voice. That's really so like beautiful. That. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. And I got good news, Jessica. I found two more covers. All right. Here's a cover by. Where'd they go? This is the Ninth Street Hooligans. So I can only assume this is going to be some street punk, some oi cover. Yeah, that's right. It's oi, be a oi, I good will time. not let my heart break. <laughs> go on down to the pub <laughs> and not let me heart break. So this is by the Ninth Street Hooligans, Spring 2017. Let's hear what they sound like. <laughs> Jessica looks disappointed. It's a college a cappella group. You wouldn't, you wouldn't expect a bunch. I wouldn't. I w- they seem like very nice people. I wouldn't think they're hooligans. Maybe it's because some of them are wearing sneakers, and that's kind of a hooligan look, if you ask me. If you're in a acapella group, you need to be wearing nice suits and dresses and stuff. I sometimes wonder, what's like the politics of picking a song when you're in an acapella group like when you have a big group like this because this is a lot of people three six nine twelve there's at least 12 or 13 people on stage like who picks the song and like brings the song and says oh i want to do this reliant case song heartache and everyone their music director 
maybe the music director, but yeah, it's just... And then they probably audition for who gets what parts. It's just like, you know, deep cut. Like, not the sure. deepest cut. I mean, in, I was in chorus in the back, in, back of, in the day. Right. In the context of music, like, pretty deep cut. And I don't know what... I'm about to say church, but what school? It doesn't even say what they're part of. It doesn't say, like, if they're part of a school or anything. HMC? HMC 2017? I don't know. It doesn't really say Harmony what's... Musical College. <laughs> Claremont Colleges. We sing, shout, we shenanigate. Check us out on Instagram, the Ninth mm-hmm. Street Hooligans. I don't know if you should go to the school. I don't know if shenanigate is a word. <laughs> Claremont Colleges is like more than one college. Claire Monty, because it's with an E, colleges. Is this the like the one in California or the one in Florida? Or neither? A helicopter went over us and it set off an alarm outside. <laughs> this is in Claremont, the Claremont here in Southern California. The okay. Claremont, the Claremont in like Inland Empire. And right near Upland. It's like diehard out here. My goodness. <laughs> That's a very sensitive car alarm that just decided to go off. So here, we'll... To be fair, those propellers do sound very close. So let's hear... This is a full... Could you imagine at Claremont Colleges, you gotta go to the acapella performance of the Ninth Street Hooligans, and they're like, we're gonna play f- five-minute slowed-down version of Heartache by <laughs> Reliant K. But I just wonder the politics of it. Like, you know, in the in the... In the construct of music, Heartache by Reliant K is a pretty deep cut. So who says, like, this is the song we're going to do? Like, I guess if you're in a Christian school... Mr. Shoe. It's a glee reference. Oh, gross. Here's three minutes and 55 <laughs> seconds into this cover. I will not let my okay <laughs> it's all right it's pretty good i mean they're, they're doing they're doing their thing and that's what matters it doesn't need to be a seminal masterpiece it can just be a fun time had by all like this the 2000s pop punk style cover of heartache by relying k as performed by you guessed it the paper rockets oh, yes the goodness. paper rockets are back <sighs> Okay, I said 2000s pop punk, but doesn't. It just actually says cover in 2000s style by Paper Rocket. So let's see where they go. Maybe they're just building up. This it's, opening sounds a little bit too much like acapella. And <laughs> I've not made my feelings on acapella a secret <laughs> or anything, so. Well, let's see. Let's see what they say. Let's see how they sing. Let's see how they play it. They're holding instruments, unless that's just some sort of, like, lie just to trick you into listening to acapella. This doesn't feel like 2000 style yet, Paper Rockets. No. Maybe you're just building it up. Let's see. I like it after they get to the intro, and it's just like... <laughs> Which is technically like 98, but whatever. 
okay, we're skipping ahead 15 seconds. This is great, but I just want to hear how they change up the style. I will not let my heart ache. I won't be chatty water waiting on the way. No, no, I will not let my heart ache. What if Blink-182 <laughs> wrote Don't Stop Believin'? I see what they did there. Yeah, I see a, what they're doing. This is a common thing that happens on YouTube channels. I just don't like that it took a full minute to get to the hook of the video, which is, it's fine. It's their thing. It's their thing. They decided to do the song sort of more traditionally up until that point. But I, I knew that this is what I was building to. I'm like, just get there. It's like me with this podcast. Like, Danny, we get it. You got there. You said it. Just move on. No, I never really chased my dream Never tried to get a shooting star Not really sure how my dream found me I guess that's the way you are Now I'm left with the mystery Cause you know it's got to be so hard If I only ever drag my feet I guess I'll never get too far To hold on or let it go I get it, 2000 style. You do it in the in you do you throw college kids in there, the guitar from college kids, right. or the one I'm waiting for, or five seventy five, or whatever. You know, you just throw it in there. Gotcha. I got it, and it, and it works. It works for this song too. So, I mean, the Paper Rockets come from a generation of pop punk bands like the Wonder Years, and whether or not they're influenced by those bands, but this just feels like that later like sure yeah neon pop punk <laughs> so they're trying to do it in a 2000 style but yeah that's fun where they reference college kids you i couldn't i i was like this sounds familiar but i still had damn it on my mind <laughs> so let's skip over this is a five minute pop punk song <laughs> i can't understand like i thought you speed it up and stuff it shouldn't take the full excuse me the full five minutes <laughs> to do it here's three and a half minutes into the song See, so, okay, this is cool. It's a pop-punk cover of the song, but this is 2010's pop-punk that they're playing. Even if you touch upon the sounds of 2000s or late 90s pop-punk, this is still, like like I sure. said, all-time low, sure, Wonder yeah. Years style pop-punk. A more melodic. Yeah. And then there's still another minute of the song. <laughs> Let's hear the... Oh, well, there's uh, there's plugs at the end. Here's the last couple seconds. Come on, come on. Very good. <laughs> I just wanted to get... <laughs> it's the last couple seconds. No, really, this is the last couple of seconds. <laughs> Literally. So, uh, yeah, so let's hear, we're, we're flipping the script, let's go back and hear Reliant K 
do the best possible covers of this song. Here is the uh, CCM Magazine version uh, with Hoops and Teeson playing this song on piano and kind of a chilled, laid-back electric guitar without too much uh, distortion, pedally stuff going on. This is CCM Magazine. Now, there was a point, Jessica, where you used to joke around about how we're going to become the official podcast of CCMMagazine.com. No, 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 no. I joked that we were part of their podcast network, (laughs) not their official (laughs) podcast. That means we would have to cover, like, I don't know, Stephen Curtis Chapman and people like that. I just meant we were were part of the the CCM podcast family. (laughs) Well, here's what it would have been like to be part of that world. I suppose that my father did Everything Omar and Opus said Did he find his own way? Couldn't tell you what's in his head But inside of mine I'm wondering Did he find his own way? Days when the weather blends them all together And I'm losing track of time Trying to find my what if forever is better than ever? Maybe it's a sign that we found our own way. I will not let my heart ache. I won't be treading water, waiting on a wave. No, no, I will not let my heart ache. What do you think? What it's do you nice. Think it's a little more subdued. I don't, I, you know, I, the thing is, is you can't see the visuals, but Hoops does have his whole full pedal board in front of him, but he's not really utilizing it so much. So you don't get all those fun, like, sort of guitar sounds in this version of the song. It's also presented in black and white. Right. And they do this, they do, like, little changes up with the aspect ratio between different angles of the camera so they're trying to be all like cutesy and like original instagram (laughs) right trying to make it look more old school that sort of thing i get it so here's three minutes and 26 seconds into this version of the song
cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that you love the um, Air for Free version that they did on the porch. Right, yeah. The, yeah, outside in the rain. Yeah. And this isn't hitting that same thing for you? No, not quite. Well, they did the, the first song from this album, which I don't know if we found this cover. Cover? We don't think we found this version when we talked about Bummin'. It was an early episode in the single digits of our podcast. But here's Matt and Matt performing Bummin' for this same session. Oh, cool. Maybe we did talk about it. This sounds familiar now. (laughs) You can have my life. I'm sad. You can have the beat of my heart. You can be my light. Pizzazz. You can be my spark in the dark. I remember this now. I remember these affectations that he added up to the song. Very good. Nice. <laughs> I just wanted to visit that because I thought we didn't cover it back then. Yeah. So here is, uh, we're almost done, I swear. Here is somebody who slowed and reverbed the song like I did with Forget Not Slow Down and then Relying K shared it on their Instagram stories. This is a different somebody else than me doing that. And this is a common thing to do on YouTube and stuff like that. So here's somebody slowing and reverbing this song. This is Midnight Melody on YouTube from only three months ago. And I'm giving them their first thumbs up and they only have 10 views. So check this out. I suppose that my father did everything on my noble said that he find his own. Couldn't tell you what's in his head, but inside of mine, I'm wondering, did he find his own way? Days on the weather blends them all together, and I'm losing track of time. I mean, that, sound, that sounds cool. I'm going to skip ahead two minutes. I tell you it's all I know. I will not let my heart ache. I won't be treading water. Wait, no, wait, no, no. I will not let my heart ache. That's pretty good. I feel like... I don't want to be too critical of it. I'm like, I would have spent a little bit more time in the kitchen <laughs> looking for those sweet spots of slowing and reverbing. Maybe more reverb. Maybe it's, it might be at the best slowed point, but just a little bit more reverb. When I do a slowed and reverbed or a nightcore, I don't just pick the first one. And I'm not saying this person did. I'm not saying Midnight Melody did. And I could be totally wrong. Somebody could have listened to my Forget Not Slow Down, Slowed and Reverbed and been like, eh, it should be lower, it should be higher, whatever. So... I feel horrible. Please, I don't want to make anyone's heartache. It sounds cool, though. It just sounds cool. And I like that the slowed and reverbed thing is, is starting to gain traction. And the Nightcore sure, thing is now sure. a thing. It's a thing of the past. Gen <laughs> Z is like, millennials can have their Nightcore. We like our slowed and reverbed. So let's see. What else is there? Very vaporwave of them. 
So we will just pick one of these live performances and then we should be good. Unless you want to watch the RuneScape video that I showed you earlier. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I'm definitely That's okay. Share. That's definitely a, a share it on the socials yeah. though. So I've seen many RuneScape, like the video game RuneScape music videos, and they're similar to the Club Penguin videos that we've talked about before, where you just go around this sort of, you know, low, it's, I'm sorry, but it's a lower rent, like cheaper, easier to dive into meant for kids kind of online world and you type messages so your little speech bubble above you says the lyrics and you capture all that footage and it together this runescape video is very well done because they found a thing in each little scene that matches the lyrics and recorded themselves doing a little thing like when he's catching dreams he's catching light lit up balls (laughs) and stuff yeah it's an amazing runescape music video but instead, we will just play this performance from the 2016 Looking for America tour. How do you feel, Jess? You want Connecticut, New York, or Columbus? Ooh, let's go to New York. Okay. Here we go to New York. And this is Rocker Mom MSM. Oh, nice. I suppose that my father did. Everything on my nova said Did he find his own way? I couldn't tell you it's in his head But inside my head I'm wondering Did he find his own I just want to, I feel like live we got to get when the whole band kicks in. So let's go to about a minute 30 in. See, this, uh, this brings to mind the thing I was kind of hinting at earlier, the U2. Now I'm kind of thinking like the big country. Like this kind of just brings to mind this sort of like indie college radio rock, European rock of the 80s through this kind of like modern twee. <laughs> for lack for, of a better for ba- term. For lack of a better term. <laughs> sort of like dancey, poppy worship tinged praise i would say more praise tinged sure. music and not even in a christian way but like where some radio pop has like a praise feel now even if it's not actually by a born again artist or not right so yeah this is great and uh it closed a lot of their shows there's one video on here of like here's the last five seconds of heartache plus them walking off stage <laughs> like they just got the camera going and they're like it's all i got i'm gonna upload it to youtube but i don't know what do you think, Heartache by Reliant K, Jessica? How do you feel about this song? Do you like it the same, less, or more than before we talked about it? I mean, I already oh. really love this song. I, I don't know if I love it more than before, maybe, or if I just love it exactly the same. I, I mean, that's a really tough one this week, actually. I'm going to say more. 
I mean, true love, it's like you love something even more every time you see it. Right. Every time you see them and look at them, mm -hmm. you just love them more. I'm using this opportunity to just win points with you. Be like, I just love you more <laughs> than I've ever loved you. No, what I about you, Dan? How, I what do you think? I definitely love this song, like this song more Good. than before because <laughs> I did not give it a lot of attention. I definitely like vibed on this song when it would come on when we play the whole album. So I like it a lot more. I think it's a great closing track, and I never even like kind of considered it as a closing track because when we listen to Air for Free, we kind of listen like three times all the way through. So it's almost like a, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't even think of it as a closing track until from this context, though. So, anyway, that is uh, Heartache by, and that's a Mint Mobile ad coming up next <laughs> on my phone. So we'll see you next time on Sadie Hawkins Pod. Thanks for listening.